0: Welcome to the, the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison King. And we are in 1 Thessalonians 5. And Allison, who is our good student, is going to read <laughs> the scripture because, of course, I don't have any notes.
1: <laughs> I love you. This week, I'm not even, I'd love for y'all to pull up 1 Thessalonians 5 and look at these verses that we've kind of been pouring over the past several weeks 11 through 25. Those are the verses. But today, we just were going to talk about what Paul encourages us to test everything and hold fast to what is good. And then he says, abstain from every form of evil. And I love this part because we've got basically this whole set of scriptures has been this list. And then all of a sudden, after abstain from every form of evil, he puts in a little prayer Hmm. in parentheses that says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. I just thought that was so interesting because you know, um, our pastor always said, I mean, if sin wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it. (laughs) And, and it's, it's hard to not listen to the flesh, to not quench the spirit, to, to do what is right all the time, to tame our tongues and do all these things. Um, so we do need a little prayer when it comes to that. So I thought that was an interesting place for Paul to insert a prayer, and we kind of talk about that. But I I love this concept of as Christians we're called to test everything and hold fast to what is good. And it it just reminds me of because uh, I like shopping. <laughs> <laughs> that as Christians we need to be smart shoppers too.
0: Yeah. I mean, last week we were just talking about this that, you know, um, there'll be many false prophets and um, testing what people say. Because even one of your closest friends with the best intentions could be repeating something that she heard somewhere that she never tested. And, and now it, she's going to tell you about it.
1: And I think when we say test it, take it back to Scripture and compare it, test it to the truth, to the word of God, right? And don't be gullible. Don't be foolish or unsuspecting. Don't be easily taken advantage of. We should ask questions. We should seek the truth. We should respond or try to respond with wisdom and discernment. Um, So what I kind of struggle with and what's so interesting to me is in this, he's also saying be suspicious, be unbelieving and untrusting. And he's taking this concept straight from Jesus's playbook, because in Matthew ten sixteen, I love this verse: "I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves; therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves." And it kind of reminds me of how we um, we teach our kids when it comes to stra- how to respond to strangers, mm-hmm. and it's that delicate balance of. Okay, when someone speaks to you, you need to be polite. You need to say hello. Mm -hmm. You know, when your kids are little, you don't want them to just, like, ignore people and turn the other way. You want them to be polite. But you also want to teach them to run like the wind if someone's like, uh, Oh, I've got a lost dog. Can you help me find it? And how about some candy? It's here in my house in the basement. You know, (laughs) it's like, where do we draw that line? So it can be a tricky balance, I think, as Christians.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, when you send your kids like that, you've equipped them. You've taught them. You've taught them, you know, things to look for. You've taught them things not to say to the stranger. You don't reveal your name necessarily. You don't tell them your address. They, you know, and so we talk openly with our kids about stranger danger, right? Right, so um, are we testing everything that we're hearing with that? Mm. Are we teaching our kids how to test the things that are coming across their screens to them? I laugh because... Um, that is
1: so convicting. That is just sorry. just like, no, that is so good. It is convicting my spirit right now. I need to hear it. Keep on, girl.
0: Well, I mean, it's only because God is con- pulling me through it right now, too. But, you know, my son said to me the other day, Mom, I don't even know why we ha- we need school. We have Google. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, uh-huh. Anyways, so... If it's on the used, internet, it must be true. Right. We used to have to tell our kids. They would come home with a crazy story, and I would say, where did you hear that? Okay, now let's try to get the source. Let's find the source of that. Yes. Um, because, you know, that little telephone game you used to play when your kid, they probably don't play anymore. But where you would say something in someone's ear. And then oh, yeah, and you
1: whisper it down the train of people. Yeah, so
0: 25 people later, it's something completely insane. Yeah. Think about how crazy messages are being distorted and contorted in the Internet.
1: Yes, and they're taking a full story and they're pulling one sentence out or one and a half sentences for Twitter, yeah. 250, whatever. I don't even know. Characters, maybe. I don't know what the limit is. You can't get the whole story that way. That's like reading one scripture instead of reading it out of, you know, instead of reading the whole chapter. You're not getting the whole story. So we can't do that in real life either. Um, I, I love that he's reminding us that there are going to be those who come alongside us and offer us new ideas.
0: Oh, right? yeah. There's a lot of those these days. Uh huh.
1: New interpretations that question the word of God. I mean, people that want to water it down and counter pretty much all we know to be true. And then we need to stop. And think, and don't be gullible, and don't just jump in, but test it. Like, stick a toe in, and before you just jump on in and compare it to the Word of God, don't just be so
0: trusting. Yeah, you know, this day and age, you get uh, raked over the coals if you're quiet about Mm. something. Yeah. Uh Um, But here's the thing. Let me tell you about that. Let me tell you. I'm not going to be quiet about it right now. Okay, good. Because here's the deal. Number one. I don't think you get to know everything going on in my mind because maybe I'm sorting something out myself and I choose not to sort it out in front of America or in front of the world on Facebook. Hey. Word. So if I didn't say something and you think, oh my gosh, I need to know what her opinion is, I'm glad that you think that highly of me, but I promise you my opinion is not going to change the world today. Right. Okay. So it's okay to be an observer. It's okay to wrestle quietly. It's okay to wrestle closely with the people that you know and trust yes but like launching something out there into social media i think more people should be quiet about their inner (laughs) work oh i know you do (laughs) (laughs) we all know how i feel about that
1: yeah maybe everybody should be a little bit more quiet about what they're thinking about it'd be nice
0: yeah such a change it is okay for you to question within your own home within your safe boundaries You don't have to stand on a rooftop just because social media decided that you need to go tell them where you stand on something. That's right. Yeah.
1: And we do need to, you know, we need to take some time. It's like going in to purchase something, right? Or we always do a ton of research. You want to read the ratings, or that's how I do it. Even if it's like a shelf from some online store, I'm like reading the reviews and doing all that stuff. I get a recommendation or you do a background check all this stuff, and, it, and if there isn't that, and you're still not sure, we make sure there's a good return policy on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And we should. But before we just launch stuff out there, uh, maybe stop for just a moment. And I'm guilty of this as well, just reacting. Oh, yeah. You know, and instead of stopping, pausing, testing, thinking, that's exactly right.
0: Yeah. I I had to go back and apologize because I reacted. Because I wasn't quite about it. And then I learned differently. And that's okay, too. You know, I think... Yes. Be okay with apologizing. Well, be okay with apologizing, but also be okay with you might come up with a different conclusion than you had 10 years ago. Absolutely. That's also okay. That is okay.
1: Because we all learn and we all grow. Yeah. That's right. But stop, listen, and question, and certainly hold on to what is good. You know, because every good thing is from heaven. Um, so it says abstain from every form of evil as well. So, if it's suspect, leave it.
0: If you only slightly... <laughs> I'm not sure why she pointed at you. If you that.
1: only slightly question it, don't do it. Okay, I, I'm saying these things because it's like, yes, I need to listen to this. It says every form of evil, right? And so, we don't get to pick and choose. Right. What What's the evil? I mean, it could be a little tiny lie, All the way up to, you know, hurting somebody physically. I mean, evil is evil. Yeah. And we need to abstain from it. You know, like, kick it out of your life. Anything that appears to be evil, don't do it. I mean, Paul makes it so clear. Um, It's not as easy as it sounds, though. And I think that's why he pops this little prayer in there. Right? (laughs) Like, let me tell you something. This is what we need to do. Abstain from every form of evil. But this is not going to be easy, so you all need some prayer
0: yeah and it's so easy to call out the big stuff um you know well i wasn't arrested Uh, i didn't go you know break into somewhere i didn't steal but did you spread a little rumor Mm, that's right sometimes worse yeah those go far they do
1: they can um The ripple effects of a rumor or a lie Mm -hmm. can lead to the destruction of marriages, relationships, friendships, the ending of jobs, all sorts of things. Something that seems so innocent and that just comes out so easily and quickly, the ripple effects can have a huge impact.
0: Here's what I'm going to say. Like a tsunami. Here's what I'm going to say. Just because you shape your gossip in the form of a prayer request does not make it any less of a sin, people.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. And sin is fun for a little while, anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, it I have be. some great stories. Yeah,
1: but also We're, we can't share them, They yeah. keep me up at night. Right.
0: The shame, the guilt, and that's not from God. God does not shame you. God does not no. guilt you. Right. He grows you past it. But um, Satan will wait sixty years for sixty seconds of your life. Mm -hmm. because he has a lifetime of something to hold over your head.
1: It is the truth. We cannot give him that power. I mean, it really, what took so much pressure off of me as I became, um, as I grew in my faith and became closer with the Lord, it takes so much pressure off when I finally realized that only God has the power to help me with, to overcome this stuff. I can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. I'm incapable of this. It would be like me, someone holding a gun to my head and saying, you've got to recreate the Mona Lisa. I'd be like, well, guess that's the end. Bring Bring it on, heaven. You know, because like there's nothing I can do about that. That's how it is with sin as well. If I am just sitting there by myself trying to do this, it is impossible. We are not capable when God didn't create us that way. To be able to handle it, but with Him we can. And it's so nice to know I always have a friend that's going to help me through. Was, and He's never busy or doing carpool or at swim meets <laughs> or, you know. Never in a meeting.
0: He's never in a meeting. Yeah. 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 I love in Matthew where it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I think about that a lot uh, because many times when I'm coming up with something, whether it be a question I have or a challenge or, you know, which path do I take? Oftentimes, if I'm being honest, I call my friends. I call my dad. I call my husband. I bounce this idea off of everybody. And then I think, well, I guess I should see what God just say about this. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to reverse the roles a little bit on that. Because the truth is, Allison, I know you do not want to be a speaker and you do not want to be an author. Okay. So if you would have pulled some of your closest friends, would they have wanted to take the safe route with you? And I'm not saying anything bad against your friends, but they had no idea what you had in you is my guess.
1: You know, that's such an interesting question. And I think some people would have probably been like, oh, well, if you don't want to do it, just don't. I mean, if that's not what you want to do, fine. Um, And other people, depending on where they were in their faith, would have been like, I can totally see that in you. Mm -hmm. The Lord has been preparing you for this your whole life. Go get them, girl. And I actually got both responses. Like some people that were like, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh I've seen that in you. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And then other people who were like, wow, I would have never thought that. You know, and so it is so interesting, and there could be it, there could be multiple reasons for that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. But what if, you know, you asked all these people, and yeah. the only people who answered the phone that day were the people that said, don't do it then, girl, it's fine.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, I tried really hard to get God to change his mind. I bet. I didn't want to do it.
0: I know you didn't, but here you are. Still
1: super uncomfortable doing it.
0: That's when you know you're doing the right thing. God does not want you to be comfortable in the shoes that he gives you.
1: I tested it. You know, when it says test everything, I used it, like, not really for my advantage. Like, are you sure? Like, let's just pray about this one more day. And the Lord would answer, and I'm like, well, I just want to make sure that that you really meant it. So let's test it one more time. Um, And so you can take this to the other extreme. And really, when the Lord makes something clear, we should respond immediately.
0: Yeah, because any um, delay is disobedience. Right. I'm, I'm saying that for myself. It's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, girl, I was, yes, because of fear. Yeah. And my, um, and as we talked about, I think two weeks ago, the guilt and the shame from my past that made me feel as if I wasn't worthy to share God's love, to share his word, to share his truth with anyone because it's
0: like well who are you to share that I'm so glad you brought that up because now we can test it <gasps> right so now yes, we, can. we take she has to sit down and she has to say well the reason I'm not doing this is because I'm not worthy I'm not good enough I am shameful who would want to listen to me right but then she takes the words that she wrote mm-hmm. and she opens up God's word and God's word says you are worthy you are a child of God you are chosen. Yes,
1: I love. Um, I love this. Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of your Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful; he will surely do it.
0: And there you have it.
1: And that was just this. An-
0: That's in scripture.
1: That that is just my. That was my answer to prayer with him. With Jesus, we are blameless. All that is covered. In fact, someone recently pointed out to me that if you if you struggle with guilt and shame, you should not, when you are praying, you should not say, Lord, please forgive me for this. I'm sorry that I did that. Because... It's already forgiven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a simple point, and we talk mm-hmm. about it all the time because Jesus died on the cross, so our sins are forgiven, so it's done. He already knew what we were going to do, what we would do, and what we still have to do. It's forgiven, so what we need to do, just do is confess. So you confess that you did something, and then wipe it away and start fresh.
0: And thank Him for forgiving you.
1: Yes, and thank Him for who He is. That's very different and than... And glorifying Him.
0: Groveling... Yeah.
1: yes that's right but confessing mm-hmm. glorifying him and praising him for who he is his loving gracious mercy and then confessing those things Yeah, it's such a brilliant distinction for me with my personality when you struggle with shame and guilt Right. to just flip that word it's all about that synonym baby <laughs> that's the way around <laughs> so what anything else you want to share on that before we close it up this week
0: all right let's see we talked about what do we talk about don't
1: we talked about testing everything test
0: everything with the bible test everything that you're like here's the thing just like we just did with you yeah what is it that's holding you back write it out and
1: And then then when you write it out
0: test it against the word of god and what god says
1: yes and then hold fast to what is good which what is good truth is good truth is good Facts are good. Love is good. Kindness is good. Hold fast to those things. Yeah. And then run from every form of evil. Just kick it out of your life. Like, if you if you see it coming,
0: man, hit the road. Yeah. And I think if you know yourself well enough, you're going to know where those triggers are. Stay away from the triggers.
1: You know, when my kids were in elementary school, I never sat on the playground after school with all the other moms. I'm sure they thought that I was a snobby, you know what, but I knew that if I sat with the other moms, it was all gonna be talk about the other moms, the people on the PTA and the teachers, and I was trying not to gossip. huh. And I knew that if I was over there in that situation, then it would be really hard for me not to. Now I, I'm more readily able to be in those groups and just listen. And But it was something I was working on when my kids were little. And so I, I literally had to remove myself. Who knows what those people thought about me and still think about me. But for me, that's what I had to do. I've heard about men who go to the gym and they do not wear their glasses because they know when they're working out, they're going to be women dressed scantily at some of these, you know. Well, now there are no gyms to go to. I right. Guess. They're not open still. But before and they look they purposely would not wear their glasses so that they could not see other women dressed scantily in Mm. their workout clothes because they knew that that was a temptation for them and so whatever it is in your life and it's gonna change and it's gonna ebb and it's gonna flow and sometimes you're gonna have you know like that gossip thing like you cross that off your list you move on you're working on something else it may flare its ugly head right yeah at another time in your life It, it doesn't mean it's gonna go away forever but kick it to the curb.
0: Yeah, don't put yourself in the position where you might slip.
1: And say a little prayer. Say a big prayer. Say. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Oh, Thanks for joining us this week on The Sinner and the Saint. We look forward to being with you next week.